Pints and Pies Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. Pints and Pies Podcast. Pints and Pies. Tootly, tootly. I don't know what James' music. This is really disrespectful. Uh, one time, James Storm pushed her in front of a train. Hi, I'm Danielle. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. Oh, that was so disrespectful. I'm a rad, rad Dan, Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by my fellow member of the Nation of Conversation, the Impact Kelkout champion, Lindsay Kelk. Hello. Hello. This is fun, isn't it? Look at your face. I miss you so much. I miss you so much. It's been so long. So uh, before we get to uh, the wrestling, how was your holiday? I went on holiday. And that's all it was. Like, that's all I can say to anyone because I didn't think it would ever happen again. Um, yeah, it was good. And I just, I feel like PSA warning. We self-isolated before we flew and we wore two face masks and a face shield and we just didn't go near humans and just whales. And then we came home and did the same thing. Um, and we tested negative. So everyone was a winner. And I feel like whenever anyone asks how our holiday was, that's all I tell them. Thank you. Mahalo, Yay. Hawaii. We love you. We love you and your whales and your many cocktails. Oh. Did you get a chance to watch any wrestling while you were uh, holidaying? I watched a little um, because I sometimes remember that this is actually a thing I enjoy um, <laughs> and would do for fun. Um, and I was away during Wrestle Kingdom, so I watched mm. a smidge. Not all of it. This is the first time in a long time that I was like, oh, it's Wrestle Kingdom. Because... No, New Japan's in a fallow period, I feel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flow. It's a rebuilding year, yeah. as they call it, in real sports. I'm not saying it's because my elven prince, you know, destroyed his body. Um, but maybe it is. But maybe it is. I would say it was very much a Wrestle Kingdom for people who like Wrestle Kingdom. And not one where I'm like, you gotta watch this because it'll make you love New Japan because that's not true. But there were some good moments. It's always exciting to see Shibata alive. Mm, I can watch mm -hmm. that without fearing for his impending death, unlike a lot of wrestlers who leave and come back because yeah. I know they're going to take care of him. Mm -hmm. Like, I believe it. I think the Kenta Tanahashi match was fun. Tanahashi's always fun. Kenta's always fun. And it was a little bit like they're going to kill each other. It was the opposite of how you feel about a Shibata match. It was like, <laughs> they're going to die. But that was a fun one. And I don't care for Billy Ocean Spray, obviously. Um, oh, yeah. But if you like his stuff, uh, his match with Okada was, was a fine Okada match. Really didn't know which way it was going to go. Although, like, in my heart, you're like, of course they're going to put it back on their boy in this big anniversary year that they have coming up. Mm. But it was also a bit like, well, what if they don't? Because it is New Japan and you just never can quite be sure. I, I hold out hope for it to grow and build and just stop hiring people I don't care for. <laughs> like, maybe you could stop <laughs> doing that, you guys. Um, <laughs> but I think we've got some good stuff coming up. They have hired some people I do like. Uh, we got Jonah coming over there, which will be exciting. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, we'll see. We'll see where it's going. I'm not giving up on him, obviously. So let's see where it goes. 
Yeah, no, I just think like just with any, especially, you know, uh, obviously this has like been a rough couple of years with people not being able to travel and all that stuff. And then so many people who um, were have been regulars at New Japan are just not regulars at New Japan anymore. Yeah. But yeah, they're going to wrap it together. I have not watched Russell Kingdom yet. And that's on me. That's my bad skis. I will say there's a little bit of an enthusiasm gap for me this year as well. Yeah. But I look forward to seeing what they do. I think it's, I mean, it, they're, they'll figure it out. It's just right now, it's not super Right? Fun. I would never bet against them. Um, I would never. just never count them out. They they have figured it out more times than they have not figured it out. And New Japan Strong is such an important growing brand for them. But to me, they're the interesting, I mean, obviously, I'm biased. Uh, but to me, they're the interesting company to watch out of the three companies that I am most actively involved with. So mm-hmm. we shall see. We had a women's match on the main event this year. It wasn't mm. like a warm-up match or anything like that, which is wild. So that's exciting. Let's see what happens. Let's do this, New Japan. You got your boy Fingers back. Crossed. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So there are some things that we haven't gotten a chance to talk about. Um Brock Lesnar is a champion now uh, with his little fucking <laughs> man bun. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. And I watched it happen live. I knew it happened, but I had totally forgotten until this moment. Yeah. Oh. Wow. I The Brock, Brock Lesnar rebrand is still, every time I see it, I can't handle it. He's Y2K, baby. It's back, back, back. It's not just on Euphoria. Um, It's on Brock. Yeah. Like, he is all about those low-rise bootcut jeans and that bun. Uh, I mean, he's moments away from coming out in a strappy going out top. And I am <laughs> totally down for it. He's going to be wearing one of those little jeweled bedazzled belts that's just like a string of, of um, little jewels. Uh, mm. and, not, and, and it's not really a belt, but you put it on like a belt. I mean, it's, it's moments away. Uh, that's going to be the new championship. <laughs> it's going to be yes, a 2000s yes. bejeweled belt. Uh, Christ alive! Yeah, I'm broken hearted for Biggie. Obviously, yeah, broken hearted for Big Kev. Um, although Big Kev won, he said so on Twitter. He won because his mom and dad said they were proud of him, and I yeah. think he's right because I think he I took think a ton right. of money home and went, "Thanks, boys." And the cats Played are proud. With his cats, right? Who yeah. is everyone's proud of Big Kev? Um, Dad oh, I like almost I almost called this whole day off because there was a cat on me. And I was like, well, I can't possibly work today. No, I mean, what are you supposed to do? The cats are in charge. They're in charge. Then it was just there was a cat on me. As if anyone listening to this podcast doesn't already know that. Like, <laughs> come on. They, you know what you signed up for. You know, you know. That <laughs> and Hal's this is, not here. So you guys, this is extra it's cats. Dicks and cats. That's welcome dicks to and dicks, cats and dicks and cats and dicks and cats and dicks and cats and dicks and cats. That's the song I should have opened this, the show with. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're, uh, NXT continues to fuck it up and not in the good way. Yeah. Wow, just I what a difference a year fucking makes. Yeah, oh God. Remember when that was the only thing we wanted to talk about on the podcast because it was I the remember only thing we liked? so dearly. It is, I genuinely, and there's... <laughs> It's so hard to say this without feeling like a terrible person because of all of the things that have happened in the whole wide world. Um, yes. But I am still grieving my loss of NXT. I, I, They took it away and they didn't tell me why and I didn't know they were going to do it. And it's gone forever. It's gone forever. Yeah. And it's not just different. It's been entirely dismantled, taken apart, sacked now. It's also now been fired the heart and soul everything that made nxt nxt is gone Mm -hmm. and now we have this new thing 
I feel like we're living in one of those terrible psychological thrillers where the husband killed his wife and there's a new wife wearing her clothes and using her name. <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? This is Sarah. You met at brunch. I'm like, this is not fucking Sarah. Stop trying to tell me this is Sarah. Sarah is in your basement. Yeah, right? And, yeah, it's just gaslighting. <laughs> right? And I'm just like, and everyone around me is going like, no, that's Sarah. That's definitely something. Like, this is just a different brunette lady. <laughs> it, it still makes me. So sad. It's new Coke, and it's like the old Coke was fine. We all liked the old Coke. Yeah, like the regal of it is is the oh, final nail in the coffin. I've been like, I'm gonna try. When even last week when I was away, I was like, you know, when I get back, I'm gonna recommit to NXT because I haven't been watching it properly. I've been watching clips. I've been watching it here, and I'm gonna recommit. I'm gonna get back into it. I love Mandy. There's stuff about the new brand that I could probably get into. I liked Cora Jade. And as much as I don't want to mention this either, because it's also an abomination, but as they mentioned on And Just Like That, which is, again, not Sex in the City, but, you know, Carrie said, there's two things you shouldn't be talked into, which is love and ziplining. I'm going to add into it NXT 2.0. Because fuck it. Actually, fuck it without lube, because... No, yeah, fuck, <gasps> fuck it, it dry. fuck it dry, Danielle, because they got rid of Regal. I know that's not the fault of any of the performers. Um, yes, but I can't do it. I can't do it like that. I can't. You, you took away my my boy. You took away my Regal, my well, wrestle then, dad. Know, we we know how important Road Dog has always been to you as well. So uh, yeah, on that note, they took away Regal. So <laughs> honestly, I think in good conscience for my own mental health i can't sit screaming at the tv for two hours a week go like why did you do this to me because i'm doing it to myself at this point honestly i just i've started treating nxt 2.0 as like superstars you know what i mean (laughs) or like uh or like sunday night heat yeah i'm like okay i'm gonna see some people that i don't normally see and we're just gonna give this a fucking whirl and and maybe something interesting will happen you know it's like a a testing ground for something else but it's definitely not i just my number one special baby anymore you look at the match list and i'm like i don't know any of these fucking people and i don't want to keep banging on the same drum because we've said this before but it's been weeks now and i'm like you're still bringing in new people there are still new people i don't know and the people who started out 2.0 and now the people who are bringing in other new people so i'm like these guys haven't been here long enough to legitimize bringing in another load of people i'm so confused peeps um people 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 uh yeah i maybe it will be a background show that i have on sometimes but um i want to keep on top of it to check in on my faves and i will keep watching my faves but yeah i feel like the majority of my nxt 2.0 news is going to be coming not directly from nxt 2.0 making me say nxt 2.0 as well it's fucking stupid that's so stupid. That's such like a, speaking of like the mid 2000s, calling something like 2.0. <laughs> know, that's such like know. a mid 2000s thing, you know? I know. It's oh, like, like it's 0.0. It's like, yeah, no, we got it. Like we all fucking yeah, update our phones. It was so modern. It's so modern. I'm on my um, iPhone 13, Vince, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. iOS fucking NXT. Um, on a lighter note, uh, we've got Jade Cargill as the TBS champion. Yes, a lady. So that, or the Haas champion, is I? Yeah. The Haas champion. And she is the Haas champion. That should be her official title. God, she's so, and I, oh, she's too green, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I have, have, and I get it. But the the fact that people were surprised is like, they've been building her up for fucking ever. Yeah. Have you seen her? Have you seen her? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a great song. Go listen to that. Um, thanks, Auntie Hannah. But mm-hmm. why would you not? 
it ticks a lot of boxes that AEW needs to tick outside of the mm-hmm. fact that she's fucking great. They're like, she's a lady. She's a black lady. This yeah. is a good thing. And it's like, yeah, you've you've had a lot of <laughs> you've had a lot of people push back on some of those things. <laughs> but also, I think it's good for her. I think she needs it. You can't have her come in and be that dominant of a yes. talker and someone who's just a beast and then not have her win a belt. Honestly, I think it will help her. We talk about this all the time. The championship makes the person or the person makes the championship. And I think it adds to her credibility to have it. Fully agree. I just want to see her have like a fuck ton of matches and just murder everyone. And then get into a really, really, really good program with someone who can bring her up. I really just want to see her ragdoll some people. Yeah. Just fucking throw them around. Like, That's give her, what I want. I mean, she's the perfect person. If you're going to give women five-minute matches, you dicks, give them to Jade because she will make that five minutes count. Yeah, uh, just give her, just let her Brock Lesnar everybody. Yeah, but then you've got to have two matches. Um, sorry. Sorry okay. for the proviso. But yeah, let her just murder everyone in five minutes flat uh, and then have a second match a week. Wild idea. Uh, which is building up a credible challenger to her you know like storytelling storytelling the more (gasps) you know i'm excited Uh, for it because i think she has so much potential and i think she looks incredible and i want to watch her on my television which i think is the point of this yes yes that is the point Uh, (laughs) they want uh, us to watch it because i i like i like when i enjoy things you so crazy i know and uh i enjoy jade cargill so much oh also we didn't get a chance to talk about this beth phoenix is back looking amazing uh with edge and they're doing this like miz versus like the they're doing this feud with miz and maurice and like the it couple versus the grit couple i love it it's all i want to talk about and it's all i want to watch it's all I care about. My poor husband, who was trapped alone with me on an island for like a straight week, um, had to listen to my... I have like... I like to go off on a point for some time. I don't know if you've noticed. A monologue for roughly a week straight. Uh, and I really have taken on the edge Beth, the ballad of Edge and Beth um, lately because it makes me so happy. They are hotter than they've ever been. Oh my God. In every sense. Like they are physically beautiful. They are badass in the ring. They are amazing on the mic. They might be my favorite people alive right now. It might genuinely mm. might be my best people. Mm. Like I want to see them host the Oscars. Like give them everything. <laughs> give them everything. I love Ms. and Maurice. I want mm-hmm. to be their friend. I want to find out where they live and just go there. Invited. I, there's nothing about this I don't love. Everyone's great. I loved what they did this week with Maurice walking off when it when she realized mm. she was going to have to actually face Beth in the ring. Maurice. Uh, Ms. Before you hightail it out of there to follow your wife, just one more thing. If Maurice is too afraid to show up for our match at the Royal Rumble, and if Adam doesn't get to you first, I will take great pleasure in knocking your teeth in. But they're all, like, older, but doing the best work of their careers. Because mm. you know what? People can be still be fucking great in their 40s. News, yes. News uh, it turns out you don't just die. <laughs> it turns, it, it turns out. out you don't actually have to Logan's run or like fucking put us on an ice flow. <laughs> like it turns out um, there is life after 40. It's just uh, Beth and Edge sat on a glacier with some polar bears being like, but we can still go. But we can still go. 
Um, my knees don't work. Yeah. I got a new back and a neck. Obviously, number one thing in the world, I love friendship. Second, I love a battle couple. Yeah. Oh, give me a battle couple. The only thing I don't love is I wanted this match at Mania and not at the Royal Rumble because mm. I'm a baby and the baby wanted to see this. We want to see mommy and daddy versus mommy and daddy. That's what the yes. baby wanted. But maybe I still will. I, I really thought they would just have them face off against each other in the respective Rumbles to further mm. the story and then take it all mm-hmm. the way to Mania because why would you not? Because this yeah. is money. I, you should not it. blow this off before me. No, right? I don't understand it. So maybe they will cancel it. Maybe that's where this Maurice walking away thing is going. Maybe she's going to be like, I can't wrestle. Oh, no. But then come into the Rumble and eliminate Beth. There's loads of things you could do with it. There's so many things you could do with it. Because everyone's great. But so, so you brought up the Rumble. So speaking of the Rumble, we're, we're getting ready for the road, guys. Woo-hoo. So yeah, we've got Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, the battles of the BLs. <laughs> It's interesting because it doesn't, on paper, I feel like I don't give a shit. But when I see it, I'm kind of into it. Same. Knock, knock. Brock Lesnar does a knock, knock joke in Philadelphia. I thought I saw it all. Okay, Brock, who's there? Bobby. Bobby who? Exactly. I'm more excited than I thought I would be for a match that ultimately yes. is very yeah. unlikely to mean anything. <laughs> so, no. it you won't know. mean shit. Yeah. This is the only thing. The Rumble is the weirdest pay per view because it is my favorite. Generally speaking, it is my favorite pay per view. And it's the only pay per view where it's like, you don't want to be in a title match, right? Because you want to be in the right. Rumble. You want to be in the fun. And every you time I see fun. someone getting pulled into a match, I'm like, aw, do drop. <laughs> like, I wanted to yeah. see you in the Rumble. Because you're not going to win. Um, no, I just want to see you hefty, br- hefting people over your shoulders right? and just tossing them. And I need Naomi. I'm in a real I want chicks to get tossed kind of mood. <laughs> 2022, chicks get 2022, tossed. 2022, chicks getting tossed. <laughs> I'm here for it. I, I don't know. That's the only thing is like whenever they announce a match and I'm like, well, that better not be in the rumble. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know what is going on with the women's rumble which direction it's going in they've got so many veterans announced to return yes that it makes me very and that's exciting because i love to see my girls get the shine Mm -hmm. but it makes me even more excited for the surprises if that makes sense yeah because it does i mean if you're gonna tell if you're gonna like blow the surprise by telling us that we're gonna be bringing back kelly kelly the bellas summer ray which also, interestingly enough, right. I'm more pumped than I would have thought I would have been. Um, Lita, Michelle McCool, like if you're going to already let us know about all of these, then obviously we're going to get to, I think, one of the biggest uh, surprises that they they already told us about uh, in the main event. But it, it does, it's one of the, it, look, either the surprises are going to be like wild or we're going to be wildly disappointed. Those, those are the no, only know. ways. I know. It's, it's, there, there isn't going to be, there's not going to be any middle ground no. where it's like, oh, interesting. It's either going to be like, Oh wow! I can't fucking believe it. Or like, okay, there's no creamy middle with the rumble. It's it's either the greatest moment of your entire life, or it's like, oh, and it's always that last entrance when you're like, 
oh <laughs> you're like i thought i yeah. was holding out for something fun here and it's like well you're fucking dumb <laughs> because it's wrestling and it's wwe you're dumb baby because like from a marketing <laughs> perspective i'm like you announce the people who will get people to tune in the yes. bellas will get people to tune in lita will get people to tune in kelly kelly will get people to tune in who have not been watching you get people to turn on their televisions and subscribe to peacock the surprises are then rewards for the fans yes and people that will get you press afterwards. That makes me think the surprises in the Women's Rumble will be rewards, which right now, obviously, I'm like, I hate, I'm not, I don't even want to say it, but right now all roads and teasers lead to Paige, right? That's that's what the internet is saying. Um, Paige here? (laughs) Or sorry, Paige there? Oh, Paige. (laughs) Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get my hopes up because I love that, I love that sweet baby. I want her to be safe. Apparently, you can just like make a wish now and cure your neck. Uh, that that what wh- where are all these new necks coming from? Right? Is there like a is there like a a, a neck depot? Like, I know. what is happening? Or, or, or how, how did we cure concussions? I know it we've seems been like we really busy concussions trying to cure something else. Um, yeah. but did we miss? massive fucking developments in the neck surgery area while yeah. this was going on was there a secret underground neck surgery ring uh, <laughs> just figuring out how to repair necks and concussions that we were not informed yeah. about this is an episode of dark side of the ring 10 years from now um when they're like the yeah. great underground neck conspiracy i i don't know man i really hope it's true and that all these people are miraculously cured and safe yes. and healthy and well because uh, I don't think Paige is coming back to do catch wrestling, you know? If she yeah. comes back, if she comes back. Nikki's back. Nikki had a cyst on her brain and no neck. Uh, and Nikki's coming back. So I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what Nikki's going to... Is it just drop kicks? Like, what the I don't fuck know. is she going to do? I wish I had been in the room when Nikki explained to Brie that they were doing this because you know that's what happened. Oh, that's, that's exactly how that <laughs> that's happened. Exactly it was literally happened. like they got together so that they could talk about fucking Birdie B. Oh, it was and... sister, it's fucking Sister Sunday in Napa Valley at some vineyard because yes, I'm obsessed with their Instagrams. It's Sister Sunday <laughs> and Nikki's like, hey, I have something uh, fun that we could do and Brie looks at her dead in the eye and is like, absolutely fucking not and she's like, no, oh, come on, it's the rumble, it's just the rumble, you gotta, you gotta, please, for Teo, for Teo, for Birdie, you gotta. <laughs> and then and Brie immediately got talked into it because she's Brie. And then the next thing you know, they're tag team champions and Brie's back on the road yeah. for six months. What do we know about Nikki Bella? Nikki always, always gets away. Gets away. Uh, oh, I, I can't. And at one point, just like Johnny Ace comes in and was like, hey, it's going to be really... <laughs> That's a terrible Johnny Ace. Because he sounds like he, he's breathing in while he's talking. Yeah. Hey, guys, I can't wait for the <laughs> God, that's terrible. He, I, I'm not a good person. Um, I mean, he <laughs> yeah, has a no, distinctive exactly... voice, and it's hard yeah. to do. That's that's what it's we know. It's like it's how you can't, we can't we can't do a Dusty, we can't do a Johnny Ace, but we respect them for <laughs> their good characteristics, for everything they have given and but yeah, taken away. I'm pum- I don't give two shits about the men's rumble. It hasn't even crossed my mind. But I am obsessed mm. with this women's rumble and what it means and who's going to be in it. And give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Gimme, maybe we'll get lay cool. Who knows? Oh, yes, please. If you've got any thoughts on the road to the road to WrestleMania, we'll have an episode thread in our Facebook group where you can discuss it with the rest of the nation of conversation. Plus, you can read more about what we thought on Twitter and Instagram. When we come back, we've got one more woman who entered the Royal Rumble that we're going to talk about, and we're very excited. Sets up next on Tights and Fights. Okay, I got to pee really quick. Pee real quick. 
Pee real quick. Pee real quick. I'm John Moe. My show, Depression Mode, is all about mental health. And this week, I talk with Amanda Knox. She spent four years in an Italian prison for a murder she didn't commit. That's a lot of trauma, and she's okay talking about it. If I touch on something that you'd rather not get into, just say so, we'll cut the whole exchange out. But it also seems like you're pretty open, <laughs> open about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am having trouble imagining anything that you could talk to me about <laughs> I that know, I... I know. What are we going to throw Amanda Knox with? <laughs> Depression Mode with John Moe, only on Maximum Fun. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by Lindsay Kelk. Sorry, I'm talking oh. about hard pog. We're, we, sorry, we I, we got too into talking about hard pog, and then uh, forgot that we were supposed to be talking about wrestling because we got really excited. Wrestling for is everything. Treats. Wrestling is hard pog. Hard pog is wrestling. Like you know, <laughs> look it up. Look it up, people. Get yourself some hard pog. Treat yourself. It's a happy new year. <laughs> Maybe they'll sponsor us if we just keep saying hard pog. <laughs> just keep saying hard pog. Julian, just send them. Just send them a clip of us saying hard pog. <laughs> It worked with Manscaped. <laughs> Truly. It, it worked with Manscaped. Yeah, where are we I, on I that blue got... chew money, Julian? I mean, everybody knows that the, the real money's at Roman right now. They're the ones who have the uh, that have the, the, the COVID tests. So that's, I think that's where uh, we're okay. on average we better spend right now. <laughs> I have used Rory, which is like the lady Roman, right? That's the same company. Oh. Um, Gilmore so Girls. Get, <laughs> please get that money. Yeah, I know. I was like, why are they naming my retinol after Rory Gilmore? Uh, but get, <laughs> a, get, that, get, that, get that dollar, Julian. We want it. <laughs> On, we, we need that need, cash. We need some blue chew. Because apparently I have to pay for my own hard pog. So come on, Julian. <sighs> this week we are giving one corner of wrestling some extra attention. This is our main event. Let's get ready to rock. Anal bleeding. Whoa. Holy shit. WWE Dynamite. Yeah. Eight And a hard fart victory. Live, pal. What? I sometimes think about my funeral and I think about it just being that. Like, I think I'm yeah. just playing that as as they put me through the curtain. Like that's all I want. That's all I want. I think it's important. Is, is anal bleeding new? Is that a new one? No, that was a few weeks ago. That was a few weeks yeah. ago. Okay. The irony is I... that I love ducks, so you know, I'm like, oh, <laughs> but it makes me chuckle. I love you, Julian. Oh. Thank you for that yes. gift. It's so beautiful every time. So yeah, Mickey James uh, getting a lot of attention this week because she announced she's going to be in the Royal Rumble and she's bringing the Impact Knockout Championship with her. Fucking wild. So very, very exciting. You know, it felt good. It seemed that I was on the tip of everyone's tongue last night, on just on everybody's thumbs as they were talking about history in the making when the Knockouts World Champion is walking into the Royal Rumble. But do not think for one second that I'm going to let that high get in the way of what I have in front of me tonight. I, I, you know, uh, forbidden door, blah, 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 blah. Forbidden doors all Uh, over the place getting knocked in. They're like forbidden barn doors now. They're like forbidden cat flaps. I mean, what the fuck? This is very exciting. I'm very excited to have the forbidden cat flap busted open by the uh, fucking knockouts champion. Yes. It's so good. Yeah, it's definitely like a forbidden revolving door at this point. Like it's just everyone's coming through it and going out of it. Well, when you talk about surprises, like that was, I wouldn't have 
ever seen that coming. We know Mickey recently left, parted ways, did not yes. leave, but parted ways with WWE in, um, should we say, acrimonious circumstances. So it seemed surprising, but then I'm super here for anyone who leaves in a way that is less than wonderful to get that fucking money. So yes. That was delightful because I'm like, get the check, make sure it has a bunch of zeros on the end and like laugh all the way to the bank. So I love that. Uh, I I cannot say enough good things about Mickie James. I know we're going to get into it. She's an amazing thing for wrestling. She yes. is an amazing person who loves what she does, who pushes the envelope, who yes. progresses the careers and the storylines and the rights and everything for everyone. Mm -hmm. she doesn't just look out for herself she looks out for the whole industry she does so much for women in wrestling so much and not just cishet ladies you know mm -hmm. nwa empower we're going to talk about later like that was an incredible pay-per-view that presented oh. many different aspects of womanhood and what a woman is and and what a woman can be and whatever that means and i love her for it so the idea that she's going to get a moment just like I'm getting dead emotional at the idea of her no. walking out onto the ramp and getting that fucking cheer because I will be jumping up and down on my sofa, Tom Cruise styley, but less creepy. <laughs> when I see her fucking face out on that ramp, getting the cheer she deserves. And bringing the fucking belt with her. Bringing the belt. Oh, I can't. It, it's such a... This is like straight up like uh, uh, ECW coming to WWE and not when like they bought everything, yeah. but like when they were doing their partnership together. It's such a rub for her. It's such a rub for impact. Honestly, the only thing that has ever bothered me about Mickie James is when she wore those fucking bell bottoms. And it's just because I was worried Look, she was going to trip. We've all been, we've, I, I had a real debate with myself as whether or not we needed to mention that. Because we've all, oh, we've all on. had feelings. Look, They're not for Look, me. I'm, I'm, I'm me. always going to mention the bell bottoms. <laughs> I'm always going to mention Tony Storm's stupid little hat. Like, just... I love people to be happy. I want people to do the thing that they yes. like. We don't yuck other people's yums. No, we do not. So if those bell bottoms make mickey james happy i want her to have them i personally don't want to wear them uh and no one's asking me to so yeah you know what it's just a tripping issue i'm right? just so worried every time she does it i'm like she's gonna slip and yeah. fall on those fucking pants it's like a superhero I cape I... man it's, yeah I, i'm worried that she's gonna walk out and walk into a puddle and then it's gonna be halfway up the bell bottom because we've all been there we all remember yep, that moment yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. uh look forward to kids Kids that think they're bringing back low-rise flares, let me sit down and explain to you what happened to us in 2002. Uh, you can't go out in damp weather. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I hope she... I wanted to come back as full fucking Mickey. I want yes. peak Mickey James running down that ramp, wearing that belt. Take it off before you get in the ring. It's only going to hamper you. Uh, but it's very oh, exciting. I, they won't do it. They won't do it. But I want someone to get smacked right in the fucking face with that belt oh Can yes please and um, preferably michelle mccall um who is preferably in, michelle who is McCool. in yes. the rumble right so like yes. please run in twatter in the face with the belt uh don't don't censor that julian twatter twatter in the face um, <laughs> and then um d d do your thing like i'm fine with it but i remember i was there i remember that feud i yes. remember the pig cake uh i want to see michelle mccall get planted in the face with the impacts knockout belt um and that will make me very happy oh 
God, I'm going to be so good. Um, so I, we've been talking about this. Mickey is a fucking legend. She's been wrestling for a really long time. Do you have any favorite matches? Again, my favorite moment, it, it's not a match. I just really think it's fucking funny that James Storm pushed her in front of a train. Looks like your train's pulling up. What train? My train? <laughs> is that your phone? No, I don't think so. You're sure, I think your phone's ringing. No, James, look, oh, it's not I my phone. I got the same phone. Ah! <laughs> Boy, that's a long way down. <laughs> he pushed her in front of a train. I'm so sorry. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's peak. It's peak wrestling, and I love it. We all know Mickey is a fantastic performer. We know she's great in ring. We know she's great on the mic. Um, we know she's a great musician. Uh, mm-hmm. She is also a, a, an artist, but she's a great actress too, which I love. It means you can give her those things to do and she will do really well with it. Mm-hmm. I was out of wrestling, as we know. I had my managed to miss the whole Attitude Era, lucky me. So I came back sort of late 2000. So Mickey was core when I came back in. She was in my core gang. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot to say about the Divas Era, which is not always the greatest era of women's wrestling. Right. But again, not, for, not the women's fault. Right, exactly. Same thing, like for the troops against the war. So I loved that group of women. And I'm not going to say they were the greatest wrestlers that I've ever, ever seen, but they were fantastic performers who were putting on a really great show with what they were given. Um, so I have a real fondness for that era of um, Lay Cool, Maurice, of Mickey James, like that whole little moment, Beth Phoenix. I mean, I'm like, mm. oh my God, back again. But to see all these women back and getting a chance yes. to... Yes. Not, it's not even redeem themselves. I've seen people being like, yeah, now they can like redeem themselves and show what they can do. Like, no, they don't. They have nothing to apologize or no. redeem. They were doing fantastic work with what they were given. What we have now is a chance for us to show our appreciation for them yes. in a way that we did not then. So I am really excited for that. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed her back then. I really enjoyed those stories. I loved the stuff with Maurice. Uh, I mm. love the stuff with Lay Cool. I fucking loved Lay Cool. I really did. Oh God, I really. Well, this has been months of animosity. Could this be retribution oh. for, the, for the every woman, Mickey James? Lanny Michelle, can she do it? She hooks both legs. Oh. She does. Mickey's the champion. I don't know if I'm pointing to specific matches back then, but I really enjoyed what she did. Yeah. I was excited when she came back. And I think that's when I can remember specific moments, specific matches. Like in the Elimination Chamber match that she was in was fucking great. Mm. Uh, Her performance there was great. Um, I loved all of her stuff with Alexa Bliss. Um, That was so good. Yeah. Yeah. I really really enjoyed that program. I can't say that there's anything she was in that she did not do really fucking well. But right. that Elimination Chamber match in particular for me was when I was like, oh, she she's going to kill someone. And I'm very excited about it. But that's one of the things I'm really excited for is I, I'm ready for Mickey James to murder. Yeah. I'm ready for, for again, just lasses being she thrown can, around. That's yeah. that's the bring, name of the bring day. Bring that vengeance. Bring your righteous vindication and your vengeance, mm-hmm. Mickey, and let it loose on all those motherfuckers. I would like to see her <laughs> just insert herself into the men's match and punch some people in the face with the championship. Why yep. not? You're there. You know, they're, they're paying you whether you're doing or not. So uh, just go punch some people and bring a garbage bag to the ring and then pull, pull the <laughs> TNA Knockouts Championship out of the garbage bag and then punch Michelle McCall with it. I don't care how she does it. I just need Michelle McCall to get punched in the face with that belt. Um, Real bad. So I'm I'm just very excited. 
And then other than that, like, just go watch the NWA Empower pay-per-view that she produced. Really? seriously go watch that it was really it was a lot of fun it did kind of fly under the radar because there's just so much wrestling and so much happening right now but yes please 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 go back and watch that because it was it was great and it's like a great way to really see a lot of like the up-and-coming yeah women stars like these are people that you are going to know in five years so yeah. you should get to know them now and then you can look cool when it come up right isn't that exciting it was just really really fun um and i think obviously we talked about it at the time it wasn't perfect nothing is i think like 10 years from now we'll be talking about it i really do i think it established mm. a lot of people it gave a lot of people a showcase um that wouldn't have otherwise had it and like i say i think it was really important for representation because it yeah if you think about mickey as someone who came up in the divas era and also mickey james is insanely beautiful um and they oh my god they cool gave her a pig cake um so think about what what that meant for representation of women in that time um versus what representation of a woman was at empower we're in a different time we're in a different space and she is still holding not only opening the door but holding that fucking door she's hodor at this point she is holding that door open for everyone to get out i've seen some people say like why are they spotlighting mickey james and not all these other people like because mickey fucking james show some respect that's never my favorite argument is like why this person and why not that person it's like well you know maybe that person will get their thing but let her have her moment yep you know Right. We asked all of y'all like, hey, do you have any, you know, like memories or like anything that you want to say about Mickey James? And we got a really nice message um, from a member of the Nation Conversation. Desi Love on Twitter said, we absolutely don't deserve this woman. She was treated like shit in her first run with a major company, later fired with a garbage bag from the same place. And she has stuck with the industry and fought for women after her to have it better. Not the same. So dope. Obviously, all of well, not all of wrestling Twitter, but the the ones that count, all of wrestling Twitter that count. It's like the the everyone who counts loves <laughs> Ned Flanders. Like, <laughs> oh, truly. Everyone- <laughs> I mean, I've I've curated my wrestling Twitter down now <laughs> to the point where I'm like, wow, what a great place to be. Uh, and it's just because I muted and blocked like a fucking million people. So my wrestling Twitter is super excited about the Mickey James of it all. It's a good place to be. If you've got anything that you would like to say about it, please do. Feel free to tell us more on over, over on Facebook. Um, read more about our thoughts on Twitter. Julian is real spicy on on the Tights and Fights Twitter because sometimes people will be like, Danielle, I can tell that she was like no all that spice is coming straight from julian my friends Um, sometimes he's been lifting heavy and he's got thoughts i i can't stop him from from communicating that and i wouldn't want to you know nope (laughs) like bring the fire julian we don't censor our julians here our julians run free and run wild (laughs) all over our twitter (laughs) so when we do come back we've got some things from wrestling that you should know about and that is up next on tights and fights For over a decade, MaxFunCon has been an incredible weekend of learning, connecting, and laughing with folks in the MaxFun community. And, if all goes according to plan, the last regularly scheduled MaxFunCon will take place in Lake Arrowhead from June 3rd to June 5th, 2022. We have a very limited number of tickets remaining. To make them available to the maximum number of people, we'll be opening our waitlist for tickets on January 23rd at 5pm Pacific. That'll be your chance to be first in line to purchase tickets, and we'll go down the waitlist until we're at capacity. More details at maxfuncon.com. And mark your calendars for Sunday, January 23rd at 5 p.m. Pacific. Tyson Bye. 
Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by... Lindsay Kelly. Yay! So this week, we're going to end the show by sharing some of the joy of wrestling with you. This is The Three Count. We normally start with me, but that feels stupid because uh, I'm hosting. So today, we are starting with Lindsay Kelk. Lindsay, what would you like to put over? Hello. I would like to put over... Uh, both because it's fabulous and in honor of Halbert. I'm putting over episode one, because it's the only one I've watched so far, because I am spreading out this joy. Episode one of Peacemaker, which dropped on HBO Max, and the accompanying podcast featuring friend of Tyson <sighs> Fights, Iffy. What the fuck? I didn't know about that. I missed that, because I have not been on socials that much. Well, no, he, and he was so excited. He, like, just announced it. Yeah, so it's Iffy Wadiway and I believe Fiona Nova. Um, yeah, they're doing the companion podcast to Peacemaker. It's very fucking exciting, and there's no one better in the world. Iffy Wadiway is, like, one of my best friends and favorite people. Could not be more excited for him I got so excited when I saw his name come up before the show. I made Jeff pause it so I could take a photo like a proud oh. nana. Uh, I was delighted and I'm excited to listen to it now that I've watched episode one. Uh, Peacemaker episode one and obviously specifically John fucking Cena. Mm. It's been a road, man. It's huh? been a wild ride watching him grow and blossom before our very eyes. Actually shrink, shrink some because he's a little smaller than he used that to be. That always happens is, when people, good. when they cross over, you got to get a little smaller. Right? You got to, you got to. And they, they make a joke in, in the first episode about how he's too bulky to be a superhero because superheroes always have gymnast bodies. I'm like, this boy lost some LBs. Yeah. So shut your shut your face but he is fantastic in it he is funny he is charming he has moments of pathos and mm. and there's like he does the whole thing he does the whole spectrum of stuff i specifically want to put over the fight scene towards the end of the episode which uh john acquits himself excellently in his tighty whities mm. whilst uh dancing to a, an 80s uh, power ballad. well it's not even really power ballad it's like hair metal um but it's very exciting it's choir boys specifically jeff was delighted by the music selections in the show um, <laughs> but yeah it's so good and he's so good and i think it's only going to get better there's something weird going on you think me and vigilante are too stupid to notice hey everyone which one's me and which one's eagly Okay, you're half right, but you score 50% of the test at school. What do you get? A D. School is my bag. It's for dorks. So check it out. Check it out, please. Peacemaker. Very exciting. Well, so Hal isn't here, in which case when we do that, we actually give Julian a voice. He becomes a person. <laughs> a whole person. A whole person. Julian, is there anything you wanted to put over? Oh, sure. Okay, Jesus. this is like not a thing that I don't think if you're a wrestling fan, you knew about this existing for a while. But I'm going to put over uh, what I think is probably at least a top three wrestler in a mainstream movie uh, cameo, which is I went back because, you know, uh, the world has Spider-Man on the brain right now. So I went back and watched. You can hear my dog walking around in the background. Um, I went back and watched uh, the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie mm. and was reminded of Macho Man's cameo as Bonesaw. Bonesaw is ready. Yeah, so good. Every time I, I remember as a kid watching that with my dad, and I was like, Dad, Dad, look, it's Macho Man. It's Macho Man Randy Savage. Hey, listen. Some kind of mistake. I didn't sign up for cage match. Hey, unlock the thing. Take the chain off. Hey, Brick Joe, you're going nowhere. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. 
one thing you might not know is that Hal Lublin was actually one of those people in the stands freaking out and cheering for Bonesaw and then cheering for Spider-Man as, you know, Peter Parker was a whiny little baby about only getting $100 for two minutes of work. So, I mean, you know, as a lot of people have pointed out, that's not a bad payday for an independent wrestler who didn't have to do anything when they showed up. So <laughs> fucking great, actually. And in New York? Come on. Right, exactly. So it's just, I mean, hey, if you uh, if you watch some No Way Home and you want to go watch more Spider-Man, go back and, uh, and rewatch that, that, that little cameo. It's really great. I love it. Oh, I love that. Okay, so I am putting over, and this is not the first time I've put this over. It will not be the last time. I'm putting over Black Wrestle Twitter because we had a ball this week after it was announced by Mark Henry that AEW, again, I wish this was a visual podcast sometimes, that AEW (laughs) for Black History Month is putting together a mixtape. And obviously, like, we don't know what it's going to be, but that's never stopped us before from making fun of something, (laughs) nor will it ever. So uh, Black Wrestle Twitter had such a good time that, like, she couldn't, she didn't even say the name of it, but Brandy, like, literally, because people kept being like, what's Brandy's verse going to be? Like, blah, blah, blah. Brandy didn't even name it. She knew exactly what we were talking about. And her tweet was, I'm not involved in the project, so give it a chance. People have been working very hard on it. <laughs> it's like, it just, Where have I heard it that before? so sad. <laughs> Where have I heard that before? Oh, wait, from her. Um, so... I am definitely going to buy it. You know, or or Spotify it at least. Like I'm I'm going yeah. to listen to it. Uh we're gonna talk about it a fucking lot. Um yeah. so get ready, because we're definitely like there yeah. I'm never letting it go. This is my twenty 20- strap in folks. This is my money plane for this year is going to be the AEW <laughs> mixtape. So fucking get ready. Um very excited. You wanna see a guy fucking alligator? AEW mixtape. AEW mixtape. <laughs> you wanna celebrate Black History Month? AEW mixtape. Oh, boy. Um, So that does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Danielle Radford. Um, Kelk, 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 is there anything else that our listeners need to know? Yes, there is. On a Night Like This is out in the US and Canada on Tuesday. It's on Tuesday. That's mere days from now. At last, finally, um, it is on its way. On a Night Like This, out in paperback and ebook and audio on January 18th. I'm so excited. I know a couple of people, yourself included, Danielle, already have it on pre-order, which is very exciting. Of course I do. Tim, Tim, listening right now, I'm looking at you. I'm not literally looking at you, you're not on this podcast, but our lovely listener, Tim. Um, And yeah, I I hope that you will read it or borrow it from your library and read it. Um, And I'm I'm really excited for it to be out because I'm really proud of it. I think it's good. Um, I'm going to be on Instagram Live at Lindsay Kelk on Tuesday at 3.30 Eastern, just saying hi and thank you to everyone for buying it, answering questions, that kind of thing. So feel free to come over, say hi. I will also answer wrestle questions. And there are wrestle references in the book. (laughs) I always put wrestle references in the book and only one person has messaged me about them this time so far because um, they're, they're not subtle. But that's <laughs> it all took place in a wrestling ring. <laughs> yes. Right? It's all a dream. Uh, you know, once you've seen it, it's not subtle, but I think if you're just reading through and, and rattling through, um, you know, as per Jordan Firstman's impressions on Instagram last night, it is a quick read. Uh, so it's a pacey read. You just read through it. You read real quick. It takes 30 seconds. Hmm. So you might not notice it straight away, but there were wrestle 
Easter eggs in there, which I put in for the nation because I love you guys. I'm so excited. I can't wait to read it. For me, God, what do I have? I don't know. Man, just follow me on fucking Twitter. I'm always doing something. (laughs) This month, like this month is so wildly busy that I can't, I'm not able to keep track of what I am doing. I literally have like was trying to explain to someone about my schedule and I was like, oh, I got to fucking, I don't know. I'm working on a new tabletop RPG. If that is your bag with hyper RPG. I believe the first episode is the end of this month. It's called Kolok. It's like a post-apocalyptic sci-fi crazy, crazy thing. So that'll be really fun as well. And I think that that's about all we got. Um, our producer, Julian Burrell, is sad about football this week. Aww. Yeah. Don't be sad, Julian. Not a, not a Don't gr- be I'll sad. be all right. I always get over it. <laughs> Don't be sad that it's gone. Be happy that it happened. I don't know. I don't know how that <laughs> saying goes. Um, uh, senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Find links to all of our social media channels in the show notes. If you love what we do, remember to hit them five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all your friends. Thank you so much to the Max Fun members who make this show possible. We could not do this without you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we will be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.